0: A.R.E. Study Guide Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the A.R.E. Study Guide Podcast. In this episode, we are going to look at how to assess which are the right projects for us to take on. And this could be either as an individual, just starting our own practice, or if you work for a larger practice, either way, how do you figure out which are the right projects to take on? No, you do not want to take every project. And that might seem so hard to believe as a new professional, right? And I mean, maybe when you're just starting out, that could be your strategic plan because you need to make enough money to stay afloat. So maybe you do take on every project, but as soon as you have enough profit to stay afloat and you're not going to be in financial despair, I guess, if uh, you don't take on a project. As soon as financially you have enough comfort or if there's enough project opportunities, say you're actively going after projects and you have several to choose from, how do you choose which ones you should pursue? This is really important. So in this episode, we are going to talk about two aspects to this. So in section three, which is 22 to 28% of the practice management exam. In the ARE handbook, it says in this section, you will need to look at projects in the context of their impact on the overall running of a practice. So the first objective is analyzing and determining a response for client service requests. And it says one of the most important things you will need to do as an architect is assess the scope of services needed Completeness of requests, public interest conflicts, and fee proposals based on client requests prior to finalizing a contract with the client. So, we're going to look at that and then we are going to look at objective 3.3, which is assessing the benefits and risks of a potential project. And it says, you must be able to evaluate projects and assess their value, liability, risk, opportunity, and anticipated benefit to the practice as a whole. And I think that's a really important thing to look at. So it's, um, this episode is two parts based on the two objectives. So assessing a client's request and then assessing the potential project and the benefits and risks of taking that project on the, Objective 3.2 in this section is the types of contracts and project delivery methods. And those topics have been covered previously in the construction and evaluation episodes for practice management. Review everything that's in the construction and evaluation episodes because that is all also covered in the objectives of the practice management exam. So there's a lot of overlap there. So just make sure you check out those episodes. If you happen to get the study guide that I created for practice management, it covers everything. You don't have to worry about going back to look at the construction and evaluation. If you haven't taken that test yet, you can just focus on the study guide because I cover all of that information in that as well. All right. So sorry. Sorry to jump all over the place. But for this episode and also how I've structured it in the study guide. I've kind of blended Objective 3.1 and 3.3. So we're going to talk about assessing the client's request as well as the project kind of at the same time. Because in reality, if a client approaches you with a request, your first step is actually going to be analyzing that project, right? So you're analyzing the project while also analyzing the specific needs of the client. When you're assessing if your firm should take on a potential project, here are some considerations. You need to look at what are the resources that this project is going to require, resources of time and labor and skill set, and will your firm have those resources available when they're going to be needed for the project. So you might have someone that specializes In that project type. But is that staff member going to be available to work on the project during the stages that they'll be needed? So maybe um, if it's really like technical stuff, maybe that comes more in during design development and construction documents. And so looking at the schedule for this potential project, is that person going to be available? Or have you just taken on another really big project? And do you even have enough people available to work on this new project, if it's also a big project? What type of risks are involved with taking this project on? Is it a really fussy client who you think is going to be really likely to sue you? Or be really needy and expect things that are beyond your normal scope of services? What are the benefits to taking on the project? Would it give you exposure to a new project type or strengthen your portfolio on a specific project type? Like if you've done two schools already and this project is a school, that could be really good if you want to continue doing educational projects. How long will the project take? Again, you have to consider how the project's timing and scheduling will work with your existing projects. You want to be able to have your existing projects come to an end or kind of at least wrap up like, I guess, the construction documents and then be able to start a new project to move your staff to as much as possible. Obviously, these things can't be perfect, but as much as possible, you want your projects to be staggered. So how long will this project take? And how does that relate to your other projects? How much work is going to be required to put together the proposal for this project? So there might be certain projects that you think you can win pretty easily if you want to take them on. And then there's other projects that are going to take a lot of work to put together proposals for. And you have a small chance of actually winning that work. So do you have the resources to put together a proposal for a project that you might not win. So the resources aren't just, do you have enough staff members available, but do you have the money to pay those staff members for their time? And then if you don't win the project, like how much does that actually hurt your firm? How much of a cushion does your firm have for a really big project? A firm might dedicate several members to pretty much full-time work on that proposal for like a month and I know that firms can spend like a hundred thousand dollars when it's all said and done just for a proposal for a project that they might not win and that is not feasible for everybody so you really need to look at what is it going to take to put together the proposal to give yourself a good chance at winning the project because sure you could just throw something together um but for a big project, it's going to take a lot more work than that to actually win the work to win the project. And you don't want to, you don't want to waste your time. You want to actually give yourself a good chance to win the project. So you have to look at that. Um, you know, what's the likelihood of you winning it and you know, is it worth your effort and resources to try to win that project? Not every project is going to be right for your firm. Before you start looking for work, consider what type of firm you want to cultivate. If you're already working for our firm, you have to understand what the firm has achieved and what they hope to achieve in the future. A request for proposal, also called an RFP, is issued by a potential client directly to an architect or it might be published publicly allowing proposals from any qualified architecture firm. To respond to an RFP, an architecture firm will develop their statement of qualifications and work experience. For smaller projects, the client might just request a proposal from an architect without creating a formal RFP. RFPs will need to be reviewed thoroughly to understand what the project's goals are and the scope of services requested. Creating a proposal is a lot of work. So before you respond to an RFP, the firm needs to evaluate their chance of winning the job, the benefits of taking the job, the potential profit, potential risks, if the project aligns with the firm's goals and vision. Proposals will usually include an overview of the firm, basically why your firm is awesome, a description of the project team saying who's going to work on the project and what their roles will be, a description of the firm's project management process, a list of the projects that the firm is currently working on so that the client will understand the the firm's current workload, and a portfolio of past projects, the firm's claim history, which are any lawsuits or claims that have been against the architect from previous projects, and a list of references. So I think that's a good overview of things to look for when assessing a project. I know that's a short episode, but I think that really sums it up. Of course, you could probably dive deeper into some strategic planning stuff, but again, we're just looking at broad concepts with the AREs. Try to to fight the temptation to get too, too detailed for studying for these exams. I know that I really struggled with that myself and it just stressed me out and it wasn't necessary. So yeah, so I think that is a good overview of assessing the projects to take on. Again, if this is going to be for your own firm or you're helping your larger firm to win work, that is how you need to think of these things. Until next time, bye!